This is The Wrap, episode number 30, a weekly show recapping the highlights and fun movie news from the past week. Today is Friday, May 17th, 2013, and I'm your host, TJ. We're going to take a look first at the box office report for May the 6th, 2013. I posted this on Monday. Uh, of course, the very first uh, in the box office, the number one spot this past weekend was Iron Man 3. The Great Gatsby was simply not able to overcome Iron Man 3's staying power. This is week number two for Iron Man 3. It was a good film, and it's not surprising that it's doing so well. Uh, number two was The Great Gatsby. Uh, it brought in uh, $51.1 so not a bad opening weekend. It's just that Iron Man 2... Uh, took the number. I'm sorry. Iron Man three took the number one spot with 72.5 million domestic total. The um, uh, current foreign total uh, as of last weekend, as of last week on Monday, was 664 million, making a total worldwide of 949 million. So the Great Gatsby brought in 51.1 million in number two. Number three was Pain and Gain, bringing in five million over the weekend. Number four was uh, Tyler Perry Presents Peoples. I have no idea what this is. Brought in $4.8 million week number one. Uh, number five spot, uh, 42. This is weekend number, that was weekend number five for 42, the Jackie Robinson film. Uh, it was a great film, so I'm glad to see it still doing well. $4.6 million it brought in uh, for week number five, so not terrible for a drama and not action film. Number six was Oblivion. I'm a little disappointed that this isn't doing better Brought in $3.9 million domestically. It was a pretty good film, uh, so I'm a little disappointed about that. Number seven was The Crudes, and number eight was The Big Wedding. That link for that article and those my opinions and analysis a little bit more on each of those films is in the show notes. Uh, ABC picks up the TV show Shield. We knew this was a shoe-in, but it's still good to see nonetheless. Uh, reporting on Deadline, uh, Nelly Andriva says... When all was said and done tonight, ABC picked up a total of 12 new series, seven dramas and five comedies. All comedies are single camera, as ABC passed on both of its multi-camera pilots. Here is how it all came down today, as the network opened the pickup process with one Disney-friendly shoe-in pilot, Marvel's Shield, and closed it with another, the Once Upon a Time spinoff. Uh, there was never really a doubt that this would get picked up, but it's good news. Uh, I've got a link to... Uh, this article with a quick promo. There was a promo released with this announcement, and then the next day they released a full trailer, uh, which link is also in the show notes, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. full trailer. It's looking pretty good. I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, I've missed Joss Whedon on TV, and though he will not uh, be directly involved with the show a lot, he is uh, he is in the background working on this. He is directing the pilot, so he will be around, and it should be a lot of fun. So, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, is Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is headed to TV. All right, on Monday, I posted a trailer to an upcoming film, Captain Phillips. Um, this is based on a true story uh, of Captain Richard Phillips and the 2009 hijacking by Somali pilots of the U.S.-flagged MV Maersk, Alabama, the first American cargo ship to be hijacked in 200 years. It actually looks pretty interesting. It stars Tom Hanks, and uh, it's, it's set to debut on the 11th of October. I recommend checking out the trailer. It will be a drama uh, looks like there could be some action in it, but it is a true-to-life story, probably with some liberties taken. Looks pretty good. Check it out. Um, Arrested Development uh, Season 4 is coming to Netflix in just a few days. Uh, this is, I'm, I, you know, I don't know anything about Arrested Development. I have to admit up front, I, I uh, never got into the show. It's been canceled for many years, and Netflix is bringing back a short season 
uh, to Netflix only, uh, instantly available on demand, all episodes at once. Uh, I do have the trailer in the show notes. If you're interested in that, a lot of people say a lot of good things about uh, about that show. What I'm interested in more is the the model of doing this. So this is very interesting. Uh, the model of bringing things to Netflix and and Netflix kind of taking over that place in in place of uh, your standard TV networks doing it. And what I'm interested in, as I said in this article that I've linked to with with the season four trailer is uh, how how can we get them to bring how can we get Stargate Atlantis on Netflix I'd be interested in TV shows that I loved so much that are canceled uh, and bringing those back so fun times that we're living in so check that out that's in the show notes uh recommend watching that I may I, I probably will start watching arrested development just so I can support this uh this business model and 24 is set to get 12 new episodes. Fox has officially restarted the clock on 24 for Inter- Fox Entertainment chairman Kevin Riley confirmed Monday during a conference call with reporters that the seminal Kiefer Sutherland thriller will be revived on Monday two th- on, on May 2014 as a limited series and t- event titled 24 Live Another Day. Um I'm, I'm, I don't know how that's 24 if it's only 12 episodes. I guess you're skipping hours, and it's still set in 24 hours, but it's it's a little different. Uh, I've never watched 24. Please don't get your flamethrowers out. I just haven't. I have a lot of other TV shows and movies that I watch, and so I just I want to watch 24. I just, I just haven't. But this will be exciting to you 24 fans. Um, on Tuesday, I posted my review of The Great Gatsby. Uh, as I titled the review, The Great Gatsby Does Not Repeat the Past. Uh, kind of uh, throwing to a line, the the famous line from The Great Gatsby, can't repeat the past. Why, of course you can. Um, And I did, you know, I had mixed feelings about the film. I did like it a lot stylistically, storytelling-wise, and filmmaking-wise. It was a great film. I had some trouble uh, with some of the moral aspects of the film, as I've mentioned before, as I did with the 1974 version, but I like this a lot better than that version. It did get three out of five stars from me. And then we talked about the film on the Movie Bite podcast, episode 44. Joe is on vacation, so I brought on my friend Alex Arena to talk about uh, The Great Gatsby. So check out that uh, review and the podcast, uh, episode 44 of the Movie Bite podcast, which are both in the show notes. There is an unknown Pixar sequel in development, as Jermaine Lucier reports on Slash Film. Last week, Disney CEO Bob Iger did a conference call with shareholders, and one small piece of information he mentioned has yet to be discussed. Iger said that over the next five years, Pixar has a fantastic has fantastic original stories as well as some great sequels to their previous hits. That's sequels, plural, meaning there must be at least one more beyond Finding Dory. Um, is you know I I I do kind of worry a little bit about Pixar. They seem to be getting sequelitis, but at the same time, there are some sequels to their films I want to see. Personally, I'm rooting for an incredible sequel. I know Brad Bird has talked a little bit about that and said he would be interested in that. Um, and if any any of Pixar's properties deserve a sequel, it is The Incredibles. It was such a great film, and it has it's so it's rife with potential for a sequel. So, um, you know, of course, I loved all three Toy Story films, and so I can absolutely see another one of those. Even though it feels like they wrapped it up with a nice bow, uh, it would be unlikely for them not to continue a money-making franchise. And the third one was better, at least as good as the first, possibly better. I don't know. I really like the third Toy Story film. So as long as they keep doing well, getting better, or at least staying on par, I am okay with that. I do just worry about the sequelitis syndrome, though. So, unknown Pixar sequel. It is in development, and we'll find out what it is soon, I'm sure. 
Uh, on Thursday, I gave my preliminary Star Trek Into Darkness report because I went to see it Wednesday night uh, in IMAX 3D. And, uh, you know, the, the the long and the short of it is I enjoyed the film. I enjoyed it a lot. I really liked the story. I liked the character development. I liked the uh, bad guy, uh, John Harrison. I won't say more. Uh, I, I, I still do hate 3D, though. Um, I don't recommend seeing this film in 3D. I'm going to see it tomorrow night, um, going out on a date with my wife, and then we'll be going to see Star Trek because she actually wants to see it. Uh, she's not opposed to Star Trek, but for those of you, if, if you did know her or if you do know her, those of you who listen to this podcast, it is a little odd that she would ask to go see a Star Trek film, so that's kind of fun. And we're going to go see that tomorrow night in 2D, and uh, hopefully I like that better. I did not like the 3D very much. Do go see this film. It's worth seeing, and you can check out my article on the of the preliminary report in the show notes. And then I also do recommend, I haven't written my review yet that is coming soon, but I do recommend uh, Moises Chuyan. Uh, Moises, if you listen to this podcast, I hope you're saying, I hope I'm saying that correctly. It's a hard name to pronounce. Uh, you can see the spelling of that in the, in the article that I've linked to Moises, but, um, I do recommend his review of Star Trek Into Darkness. I've linked to that and I, I did enjoy that. It's worth reading. Uh, so check out his review. Uh, I, I agree with him a lot and a lot of things, and I agree with him in his evaluation of Kirk's character development. It's great stuff. Uh, check that out. Uh, and last bit of news before we uh, get to what you might want to see this weekend is sci-fi renews but really cancels Warehouse 13. Uh, Nelly Andriva again on Deadline has reported sci-fi has renewed flagship drama Warehouse 13 for a fifth season, which will be its last production on the final six-episode installment of the series on which Jack Kenny serves as executive producer slash showrunner will begin in Toronto this summer for a 2014 run. So a six-episode run uh, as their final season, that, that that's kind of a, almost insulting. It, it Really what it means is they didn't want to go all out and insult the fans and tick them off. There's been enough of that going on at Sci-Fi lately that they wanted to back off a little and say, okay, we'll give you enough time to wrap it up, then we're done. We really want this off the air. I think Sci-Fi needs a new motto. It should be something like Sci-Fi, where we cancel every single good show and continue to renew trash. It's a crying shame that this show is getting canceled. Uh, so I'm very sad about that. Uh, and the link to that is in the show notes. And so, finally, what might you want to see this weekend? Well, as I've already mentioned, there's this little film coming out that is out right now called Star Trek Into Darkness. I did enjoy this film. I liked it a lot, uh, certainly a lot better than the first installment in J.J.'s reboot series. I wasn't a huge fan. I liked it okay, but was not a huge fan of the 2009 Star Trek. This is definitely a couple notches above that. Liked it a lot. Felt much more like a Star Trek film, but at the same time has a general broad appeal that can appeal to more and bring in more audiences, as we're already seeing. It's doing better than any other Star Trek film overseas. So, um, you know, we're going to be joined by Anthony Pascal of TrekMovie.com for the Movie Byte podcast next week on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. Recommend that you tune in for that. Uh, MovieBite.com slash live is where you can do that on Wednesday. You'll want to you'll wanna check in with us and hear that, hear Anthony's uh uh, talking, Anthony will be talking about that film with us. We'll be reviewing it, and uh, we'll try to do, as we often do, we'll try to do a section where we talk about it generally, and then we will sound an alarm and warn you before we get into spoilers. We'll we'll try to do that format. But always great fun to have him on the show. He's been on a couple of times, so be sure to tune in for that. And then other films still in theaters are Iron Man 3, The Great Gatsby, 42, Pain and Gain, the Crudes, Oblivion, Oz, The Great and Powerful, and Safe Haven. 
Uh, for more on those films, check out uh, my article, What to See Weekend of May 17th, 2013, in the show notes. All right, that's all I have for this week. You can find the links for all these goodies in the show notes at moviebyte.com slash therap slash 30. If you want to keep up with me, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at TJDraperPro or on Facebook at facebook.com slash TJDraper. You can also follow MovieByte on Twitter to stay up to date at MovieByte. You can like MovieByte on Facebook, facebook.com slash MovieByte. And be sure to visit the website where I keep you up to date every weekday at MovieByte.com. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Have a great Star Trek-filled weekend.